Nokian Tires has broken ground on our new production factory in Romania. Plus, dealers express excitement about the new Made in USA Outpost NAT and a special program at our Dayton factory to get team members up to speed and keep quality at the premium level we expect. That's what's coming up next on the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Whether you're a driver who loves a good journey or a dealer selling tires, the road to success features a lot of the same stops. To make our journeys beautiful, we need premium, safe products that provide peace of mind in all conditions. And just like on the highway, it's a shared experience. At Nokian Tires, we provide those products with a side of passion. This podcast aims to showcase that shared passion among anyone who cares about the road ahead. Welcome to the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Welcome into the May edition of the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. I am Nokian Tires Senior Communications and Content Manager, Wes Bowling. Glad you have joined us today for a robust episode this month as we learn what's happening at Nokian Tires and beyond. And by beyond, we mean in Central Europe, where we have broken ground on our Central European factory in Oradia, Romania. It is in the northwest corner of Romania, in case you were curious, about six hours from the nation's capital. And it's going to be a big deal for our company. Production will start by 2025, and we will ultimately be able to make around 6 million tires per year at a Romania facility. Now, none of those tires are going to find their way to North America. They are purely for the Central European market. We'll make winter, all season, and all weather tires there for that Central European clientele. But it enables us to continue to match our production with our geographic distribution. All all season and all weather tires made in North America will be sold here, and then Nokia is going to be our winter hub and our Nordics hub. So it enables us to continue to grow and build that new Nokian tires in the wake of our exit from Russia. We are extremely excited about what's happening in Romania as construction set to end by late 2024, and again, commercial production by 2025. You can learn more on our website. You can find the press release from our groundbreaking event in Romania, which took place on the 11th of May. There's a special program taking place at our Dayton factory to get team members up to speed. And in just a few minutes, you're going to hear about this mentorship program. More than 80 members of our Dayton factory team have signed up to bring along fellow colleagues, new hires, and trainees. We're very, very excited about the growth that's happening at the Dayton factory, where we are hiring around 125 workers this year and doubling production to as many as 4 million tires per year by 2024. In just a minute, you're going to hear from Kevin Browning and Colin Beam. They are production trainers with our factory team, and they'll tell you exactly what they're up to and how they're bringing along not only new employees, but also leaders, potential leaders at the factory uh, serving as mentors in this program. In just a little bit also, we're going to hear from Judd Huffman from All Ray Tire in Boone, North Carolina. Now, if you were to list our hotspots traditionally in North America. I don't think you'd put North Carolina top of mind, but Colony Tire, Atlantic Tire, great customer and distributor there in that area is really growing its business with Nokian Tires. And the story we want you to hear today is how a tire dealer in the Sunbelt is having success selling Nokian Tires products. And a little teaser for you, they're even selling winter tires at that shop in North Carolina, and he'll explain why. So those are our two interviews today, chatting with Kevin and Colin, and then talking with Judd from All Ray Tire in North Carolina. A couple other things we have going on, though, before that. We're inviting our drivers, our social media followers, to tell us the most boring drives they've ever taken 
in North America. We nominated a few options on our blog. That's nokiantires.com slash blog. So we said that uh, perhaps if you're going through the panhandle of Texas and the edge of Oklahoma, that might not be the most exciting drive. The dense forests of Maine, also not exactly the most stimulating. And I had personal experience traveling through western Kansas on the way from Nashville to Denver in recent months. And I can tell you, well, it wasn't exactly uh, western Colorado for you. It was a little flat and uh, and a little bit dry. So uh, we're inviting them to tell us the most boring drives because we believe that tires themselves should be boring this time of year and the adventures they take should be exciting. Obviously, if your tires are something you're thinking about on the road, you probably did something wrong in the prep, and we're encouraging drivers to prepare their tires, to maintain their tires, and to get ready for the summer travel season, which is somehow already quickly upon us. One more reminder for you, we are not Nokian. That is not the name of our company. Yes, it's part of our name, but our trademark requirements mandate that we refer to ourselves and that you refer to us as Nokian Tires, both words, together. Nokian is the name of somebody from Nokia. Nokian Tires is the name of our company. We just invite you that, to remember that in all marketing materials, but also even in your informal conversations with your drivers. We are Nokian Tires. We are not just Nokian. Thanks for your help on that. Now let's take things over to our interviews today. And we're going to start in North Carolina with Judd Huffman of All Ray Tire, pretty new customer of Nokian Tires, who is extremely enthusiastic about the value proposition that we are providing for his drivers and for his shop. He is a success story in the heart of the Sunbelt. Here's our chat with Judd about the new Nokian Tires Outpost NAT. It's time to talk all-terrain tires, and uh, one of the best places to go to do that is the mountains of Western North Carolina, and that's where Judd Huffman sits. He's the owner of All Ray Tire. He's been in that role for 18 years. That's how long All Ray has been around, and they're part of the Colony Tire Wholesale Network and big sellers of our products now. Judd, how are you? Oh, great. Great. Glad to be here and, uh, and excited. Before this interview, we were talking about Appalachian State football. Uh, by the way, Judd, I don't know if you know this, we sponsor a college football podcast called Split Zone Duo, and they love oh. talking about App State, but you may not like the fact that the, one of the hosts is actually a big Georgia Southern fan. So, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, poo-poo on that, but we love <laughs> football too, and uh, we're big into tailgating and all that kind of stuff too. So that sounds great. I'm going to check it out. Uh, sure thing, you should. So tell us about All Ray Tire. I mentioned that you've been around for, for 18 years. Tell us a little more about your business yeah. and what sets you apart in your market. We um so we uh we've got about five we've got five service bays, uh eight full-time employees. Um we kind of use a strategy to keep our customers happy and keep them coming back, um, of just providing a real nice, honest um repair of their vehicle, whether it's tires or auto repair. Um, and we try to have unmatched customer service. Um, basically, simply, we just try to go the extra mile. And um, if we see something that's needed, we speak up about it. And if we don't think it needs it, we speak up about that, too. Um, so that's kind of what um, keeps us busy. It's a great way to earn respect and trust, I know, from customers. And I think intuitively, I would think that maybe Western North Carolina is a big all-terrain market. How popular are all-terrain tires with your customers? Is there a percentage of your products product mix you can share, or even just anecdotally, like how how big a deal is this segment with your folks? Yeah, so we um, I don't I, I wouldn't know what our percentage is, but I would imagine that's pretty high. Um, I didn't pull any numbers or anything like that, but uh, all-terrain tires are very important in our area, um, partly because um, we're we're thirty-five hundred to four thousand feet above sea level. 
Um, we have mountain peaks up here that are over 5,000 um, feet above uh, sea level. So it's real steep. We have a lot of terrain, um, a ton of off-road areas that you can kind of venture out into. Um, with our college town, we also have a lot of um, guys with Jeeps and off-road big trucks and stuff. And so all-terrain tires are a huge part of our uh, sales of tires that we do. Are you a big all-terrain guy? Do you like to get out and, and venture? Yeah, your, your uh, so I, currently I don't um, off-road right now, but I have in the past. Um, I've, I've been in the whole, uh, we, we've got a little clique of guys around here that, that are big into off-roading and pretty much everybody in our little crew was either 35 inch tires and bigger. Um, I've got friends that have run 53 inch tires. So we're, we, we're into some big, crazy Jeeps, um, <laughs> off-road trucks, um, you know, dual lockers, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we love doing that around here. There's places that you can go um, and, and do that here easily. So we love bigger off-road tires. Like we're just into that. So let's talk about the outpost then as an off-road option. Maybe maybe for you personally at some point, but certainly for your customers. I know it's a relatively new product and availability was a challenge across our network, but um, how's it performed so far where you've been able to sell some of those um, outposts to date ATs and, and APTs? Yes. Um, we, uh, so we're, we're in a kind of a unique market, um, to where we have a lot of people, we get enough snow because of our elevation, um, to where some people just have to have an all-terrain tire that they can trust and depend on and goes really well. But also we have, um, you know, a ton of Subarus and stuff in our area. And so that's where the APT comes into play. Uh, we have tire, we have people that we can convince to that, that that you don't necessarily need winter tires and summer tires. You can run one tire that fits both, and you're not switching them back and forth as often. Uh, but then again, we do sell a lot of winter tires too, so we have that crowd that that just wants a winter tire. They they just are set on it, and we you know we can sell them those too. So it's really nice that Nokians line of tires is so nice and broad that we can pick what we feel like that customer needs and they're 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 super super happy with us helping them make that decision so you're able to really sell the winter performance properties then of of the outpost the three peak mountain snowflake which is interesting to me yes. because when i think about tennessee where i live or north carolina where you guys are i don't think three peak mountain snowflake as often but i guess that elevation really makes that a crucial factor for you guys huh Correct. Like that, that thing is crucial. And when we show that to customers on the sidewall of the tire or in the brochure that they've accomplished those, those goals of, of, of getting that insignia stamped on there. Um, I, I think it makes the decision easier for people just to say, yeah, let's do it, you know, um, and not all terrain tires have that. And, 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 and having that badge is key in our area. I feel like. What so, yeah. feedback, if any, have you gotten from your customers about the outpost so far? So uh, I, I don't think that we've had any negative feedback whatsoever. Um, we, we've been a Nokian dealer for probably a um, year, year and a half. Um, so it is a little new to us, but not real new. But we have sold enough of it. Our area is also really hard on tires um yeah. our roads are more abrasive than in most areas because of the granite they mine to put in our roads mm -hmm. so it's been proven that tires take a beating in our area so we sell enough of them that um you know hearing back from our customers um they they love the aggressive tread design 
but it's not so aggressive that it's um, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and which which there are plenty of tires out there that are that fit that bill, you know. Sure. Um, so we we uh, all of our feedback from customers has been great so far on on actually um, all of the Nokian lines, but especially the Outpost AT. Um, yeah. That's awesome to hear. And now the Outpost NAT is coming, of course. You know, NAT We're super comes. stoked. I was going to say, what makes you excited about that? Oh, um, you know, so if, if you kind of start with the, the robust shoulder that they're putting on it, the nice squareness of where the tread meets the sidewall compared to the older design that was a little more rounded, um, I think that we're super stoked about how nice that looks. But also, um, I don't think I can um, say enough about how excited we are that the sidewall of the tire is super smooth mm. other than the lettering and the tread that comes down the tread that comes down off of the the, the tread face is more aggressive um and i've only seen pictures of it but we're super excited that it's super aggressive looking but nice and clean we have um you know we have those guys that don't care how dirty and how nasty their tires and truck look and so it's great for that doesn't really matter but then you have like a with the college town and stuff, we have a lot of guys with the Jeeps that they like to keep them all nice and clean and their tires armored. And so with that super smooth, clean look, both both it's great for both worlds. Yeah, we're, we're stoked crazy. about it. We, we, we're ecstatic. Well, we're, we're excited that you're excited and it's fun to yeah. hear some of that feedback because, you know, we just launched this thing. And so it, we hadn't heard much of that yet, uh, just right. by, by virtue of the short timeline. The other part of this that's a big selling story for us and, and I think hopefully for some of our customers is the Made in USA piece of this, that we're making this tire and the APT exclusively in Dayton, Tennessee. So for you, you know, a three, four hour drive away, how strongly yeah. does that Made in USA message resonate with your customers? Do you think that's going to be a big selling factor? Uh, I think it is. And I think we're already actually using that tool um, and mentioning that right now, some of the tires that we're getting are from Tennessee, our next door neighbor state. Um, I think that that makes people smile a little bit. And it's, uh, you know, when when we're talking about selling tires, we we bring out the points of the tire uh, that we think that they need to know about how well it's going to do for them, blah, blah, blah. But, but then when we get down and, and we mention that, um, you know, soon every tire that we get into our location is from Nokian is going to be from the next door state. Uh, I think that it makes, um, it makes my job a lot easier selling the tires because, um, you know, I think we're getting, hopefully as a, a country, getting back to some of that made in the USA stuff. It's just got to be, that way. And when we mention that, I, I think it easily seals the deal on, yes, let's order them, you know, that kind of thing. So That's we're, awesome. uh, we're super stoked. Um, especially that the NAT and the APT are going to be made next door. I mean, it's great. You can't get any better than that. You <laughs> we know? can't wait. And you know, yeah. maybe, maybe there's a road trip in store, maybe uh, to drive down from, from North Carolina down to our factory and check it out on some I- I have. Teams. I've been there. Oh, you have. Fantastic. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of the Dayton? Oh man, um, the technology they've got in the and and all that equipment and the building and stuff. Um, I, I saw the expansion happening right now where they're uh, where they're um, going to be making more tires and more tire lines. Um, you know, some of the concrete was even um, drying while we were there, and we had to stay off of it. Like you could see all of that just getting bigger and bigger, and we're we're stoked that that just means more tires are coming from there to us, you know? 
so awesome. yeah yeah well it's part of the the story i guess right that we want to make tires in the southeast for of course all of north america but especially for that growing market in the Sun Belt. and i think the outpost is an example of that but it requires trust from our customers to do that right it, yes. and it requires some you know some early trust in pretty new relationships like yours so i guess i'll ask you simply what made you trust us? Why, why did you decide to become a seller of Nokia Tires products? And how have we and how have we paid off that trust so far? I, I think that you have easily. Um, I think that when it comes down to it, um, uh, selling Nokia Tires is, uh, I you know, it's it's easy. They're easy to sell with a little bit of product knowledge and knowing why you guys build the tires the way that you do. Uh, that product knowledge coupled with the made in the USA thing um you know it just makes my job easier to sell you know um so you know for even other dealers that would be on the fence about it um you know i think it's it, it's the, the company is from finland i love i love that aspect i love that you know originally it was all snow and traction and and now they've they've gotten into all these other lines of tires and and i, I just to be honest with you i think they're easy to sell it's it's a no it's a no brainer you know um, it's a great quality product made in the USA. You, you just can't beat it. Well, the the fact that they're easy to sell depends on us making good product, but also on you being able to sell that product and tell that story to customers. So I guess I'll close by asking what advice you have for fellow tire dealers who listen to this show about successfully selling Nokia Tires all-terrain products and maybe across our sp uh, product spectrum. So I think that, um, you know, having great sales reps that that provide um, assistance to me um, anything that I need um, having that guy to back me up get me the product knowledge stuff that I need tell me about the new products um, having all that um, Nokians just they're helping me you know and 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 in return I'm selling their product and helping them and we're both growing together and I just think that um, you know I couldn't I couldn't speak uh, any more highly about a, a product or company. Um, the support that I've gotten since I've become a dealer has just been second to none. And we sell a wide variety of brands, but we're focusing now on the Nokia Tire because we think everything they're doing is great. Mm, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, and growth yeah. for us depends on folks like you understanding that story and telling it. And it sounds like you're doing both very effectively. So Judd, thank you so much for that. Yeah. And thank you for your time today. Oh yeah, no problem. Anytime. I really appreciate it. And, and we're, uh, we're super stoked. But I loved talking with Judd, and it was really interesting to hear about the diversity of needs among his clientele, whether it's college kids who want to have the sleek look, whether it's your rugged outdoorsman that you might associate with the Smoky Mountains in the, in the area there in the Appalachian uh, region of, of our country, but also really cool to hear about the way he's able to tell our story successfully to that diverse group of people by bringing in all the different core values that we have, safety, sustainability, durability, strong performance of our products, and certainly the Nokian Tires Outpost in AT, and that Made in USA story will be a compelling asset for him to be able to pitch to the people who walk in his shop. And speaking of Made in USA and Made in Tennessee, let's take a trip now to Southeast Tennessee for a conversation we held with production trainers Kevin Browning and Colin Beam. Kevin and Colin are at the forefront of training our team members about the culture and the processes at our Dayton factory, but they're not alone. They have started and helped maintain a mentorship program of more than 80 colleagues, more than 80 people wearing those green mentor t-shirts and helping along their new colleagues. And that 
program serves two purposes, as you will hear. Number one, of course, to train our nearly 125 new team members as they come on board this year and as we seek to double production, but also to foster leadership and to give production operators and those in similar roles opportunities to show leadership, to train, and to become examples to their colleagues. It was a great chat with Kevin and Colin. Let's bring it to you now. Our Dayton factory is a special place, but as it grows, we have to, of course, maintain a close eye on quality and not just on quantity. And when you're doubling production, that's a challenge. And so Nokian Tires has come up with a unique program to try to maintain and strengthen the culture and the quality at the Dayton factory as we grow. It's a mentorship program. And joining us today are Colin Beam and Kevin Browning to talk a little more about the importance of that program and how it's being implemented. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to be here, Wes. Colin and Kevin, I'll, I'll first ask, why are you here? <laughs> How long have you been at Nokia and Tires? Tell us a bit about your background and each of your roles. Colin, I'll start with you. All right. So I've been with Nokia and Tires just a hair over uh, four years, and I was a part of the launch team. So I started over on a line called uh, Stilastics, where I was actually trained in Russia on how to operate that equipment. And, and while I was over there, I actually got the opportunity to train on another line called the calendar line. Um, I then got to bring that knowledge back to the Dayton team uh, and and start training other people that started coming in. And um, eventually I learned almost every line in the components department and kind of got recognized by upper management. And uh, that's, that's when I was offered the position I'm in today as the training administrator. How about you, Kevin? Um, my background is... Um... In this realm, uh, I was uh, at another place uh, where I was a uh, leader of what they call high performance teams. And it was kind of along uh, the lines of uh, the mentor program and, and trying to um, get people uh, more knowledge about the area and certain aspects, quality, safety, and um, just make them better overall, become subject matter experts in their area. So um, I've been here a little over two years and basically just took that knowledge and, and put it in this mentor program. And um, we're just building from there. So, Kevin, having done similar work elsewhere, when you came to Nokian Tires, what was it that uh, that set this culture apart? What makes the culture at the Dayton factory unique to other places you've been? Um, from this place, uh, really, from the top down, um, you can see it from the management. They care about the employees. Um, you can talk to the plant manager just as freely as you can with your coworker. Um, and, you know, the uh, mentor program also, we're investing training for those mentors to make them better communicators during their training and uh, recognizing the trainees' learning styles and so mm -hmm. forth. And Colin, you've seen this place evolve. And I was with you in that construction trailer with the launch team before there was even a building to go into, hence the training abroad. How have you seen the culture grow and evolve in your time uh, here at Nokian Tires? Oh, man, the, the culture here, I mean, it's everything is so positive. Um, you know, we started out with 50 people and, and we were very close um, and open with each other and uh, just keeping that. Uh, same culture alive today with uh, the amount of people that we have in the plant now. Um, it's it's truly amazing to to really uh, have that positive environment around. 
and yeah, this the culture here, the culture here based upon, you know, my previous experience at a different factory, um, it's much different. Um, mm. there, the respect goes both ways. There's not a us and them like you commonly hear <laughs> yeah. in manufacturing. Um, it's, it's a breath of fresh air. It, um, it was better than what I anticipated. And, uh, just sustaining that culture is the big key. And this mentorship program, of course, among other things, is designed to try to do that and to uh, to bridge leadership with, you know, employees uh, who are, you know, on on the floor and on the ground floor, if you will. So tell us a little more about this mentorship program. You know, how did it come about? How many different employees are taking part and what is it designed to accomplish? And either either one of you can jump in on this one. um, Mainly. We, we want to accomplish like the retention and recognition of people that um, really stand out. Um, you know, new employees, they feel that they're, uh, there's a vested interest in their success in the company uh, by having the best training experience. Um, and also like the recognition part, you know, mentors are the best of the best trainers, uh, not just knowledge performance, but uh, above average in quality, uh, safety and their uh, attitude and behaviors. Um, so Kevin, if you want to touch on that, you can. Um, yeah, again, like Colin said, um, there is a vested interest in, um, these employees and right from the get go, uh, in orientation, the new employees come in, they get their orientation, but we also have another part that we put in there and this is for the mentors. Um, we have a questionnaire that, um, kind of calibrates the learning style of the new employee. So when we take that folder to the trainer, they have an understanding, the mentor has an understanding of what's this um, new employee's learning style. How can I best set them up for success? And from the front end, the the uh, new employees really appreciate this during orientation because they see that, you know, they really care about, you know, how I... Uh, learn the best and they want to set me up for success. How are the mentors selected and how many uh, employees have volunteered to serve as mentors? So we coordinate with our uh, area supervisors and our goal is to have at least one mentor per area per shift. And um, right now we're actually sitting um, at that goal. Um, and where there's multiple machines, you know, for example, like the, the tire building machines, where there's multiple lines, we can have multiple mentors in that area. Um, but it's just uh, on previous training, uh, we kind of monitor and, and see how those people train and if they exceed some of the expectations as far as quality, safety and and the attitude and behaviors portion, uh, then, then we nominate them and um, sit them down and, and cover all that stuff with them and and that's how they, they become a mentor. And plus, we look at some of the outcomes uh, from the previous trainings. You know, mm-hmm. did are those trainees uh, up to speed performance wise? Um, you know, do they have all those qualities of, of, of safety and the behaviors that we're looking for? And um, the retention, of course. Mm-hmm. What's the most rewarding part about helping lead and participate in this program? Um. One of my most rewarding parts is to be able to see the positive outcomes as these uh, employees, as they move up and become mentors, um, 
they continue to excel and they grow uh, with the company as the company's growing. There are a bunch more opportunities that open up for these mentors as a stepping stone and, and uh, getting to where they eventually want to be and we can utilize them the best. Paul, and it's, it's neat that this is a sort of uh, leadership training program, if you will, as well. So it, the, the mentorship program is not just for the mentees who are learning the ropes, but also to test the leadership skills, to provide opportunities for growth for the mentors themselves. It has to be neat to be able to see that part of development take place and not just the part where the folks being mentored are learning. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you have any success stories about team members who have grown with the company as a result of either being a mentor or being mentored? Uh, yeah, there, there's actually, you know, several mentors uh, that come to mind that have actually moved up in the company. Um, just one off the top of my head, there was an operator. Her name is uh, Jacinia Shelby. She was a Apex operator, uh, became a mentor in that area, and she is now a quality technician. Yeah, I have one as well. Um, we had a gentleman that was in uh, Stelastics, not here very long, but very sharp. Uh, not in Stelastics very long, but very sharp. Um, it wasn't very long until they recognized this person's a leader, and he got moved up into team lead. And um, then there was an opportunity that came up down the road for a uh, shift supervisor, and of course, he was a shoe in uh, and he moved up very quickly. He started after I did. So his tenure here has been right around two years, maybe a tick less. And he's uh, an area supervisor already. That's awesome to hear. As I'm leading tours of the Dayton factory or talking to other people about what we have in, happening in Dayton, I tell them that happy people make great tires and that as we invest in our employees success, but also physical and mental well-being, that that makes an impact on the quality of our products. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would totally agree with it. And this is kind of an HR function, you know, to measure the pulse of the company and the employees. Uh, but we do that on a daily basis. We want to make sure that these new employees are comfortable and that they're getting the training that they need. If there's any uh, assistance that we can give them, and we get that same feedback from the uh, trainers, too. And the mentors are actually, they're using these tools that we have given them in the training to adapt their teaching style to give the greatest chance for success for these uh, new employees. How vital is it, then, that what happens in those mentor-mentee relationships is going to impact, quite literally, the success of our customers and the safety of our drivers? because they can trust these tires. They can trust these products. The volume is going to be where our customers need it to be. Do you guys see that, the importance of, of these one-on-one -on -one relationships in many cases, extending not only to the well-being of both parties, but also to the well-being of our company? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's why we really uh, take the time to select these mentors and, and really get with the supervisors and pick the right people. We don't want to just nominate, you know, some random person. We want them to exceed these expectations uh, because we know that their quality comes before their quantity. Based on those relationships and based on the growth that you're seeing from both sides of this equation, 
how much confidence is, confidence does that give you in the future of this factory as Nokia Tires continues to not just grow quantity, but also continue to maintain the high quality of that product? Uh, how, how optimistic are you about what's to come? Uh, extremely optimistic. Um, our growth um, has been twofold since I've been here. Uh, we've doubled, uh, are on the verge of doubling the capacity. We're just in uh, construction still. We're at near the tail end of it. Uh, but by the by the end of this year, we will be at uh, doubling our capacity. We'll be at full capacity here at this plant. Um, and we have a new warehouse under construction. So obviously we don't have room in our current plant with this doubling of equipment to accommodate the finished goods. So we have a whole new plant or a whole new building uh, being built, uh, which will be kind of a conveyor bridge that takes these tires to this warehouse. Um, which is really great. This is going to open up a lot more opportunities for our mentors and some of our trainees to become mentors as everyone moves up in the company and grows with the company. Um, and plus, there will probably be a lot of uh, promotional opportunities, as I said, as we grow. And also, you know, the potential for, okay, we're, we've done all we can do with this plant. You know, there may be another plant in our future here on this property and go through that same sequence again. So I see a, a big growth opportunity, especially with our um, all-season tire market that we're pushing in North America. With that, I'll invite each of you to give any final comments that, that you want to get across, anything that that you know you want to make sure, especially that our dealers, but also our internal team members know. So Colin, starting with you, what final thoughts do you have today? Uh, you know, it's just truly amazing, you know, seeing how far we've come uh, in this four years. Um, and I hope we continue uh, to work together as a team because we are a team here. And, uh, you know, as we expand, just people to realize that there are opportunities to come um, in the future. Yeah. Yes, and on, on my side, uh, very much the same thing. I concur with Colin. Um it's just a, it's just, the culture is the best thing. Uh, the way I explain, you know, to the new employees, you know, work is work and it's stuff you have to do. It doesn't matter where you are. It's the culture and the people that make the difference, make the actual job of employment um, satisfying and glad to come to. So um, I think if we keep that uh, culture the way it is and uh, continue to build on it. Um, you know, there's no limits to our future. Kevin, Colin, thank you so much, not only for spending time with us today, but also for all the work you're doing to help build those people relationships, knowing that great people make great products. Thanks for your time, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank, thank you. Thanks again to Kevin and Colin for joining us, to Judd as well. They combined today to tell a strong Made in USA story. As we talked with Judd, of course, about the product mix and volume, we talked with Kevin and Colin about the quality and culture unfolding at the Dayton factory, and uh, we certainly want to maintain those strict quality standards. A lot of things happening in Dayton right now, by the way, at a hyper-local level. We're sponsoring a summer concert series in June called Nokian Tires Summer Nights. It's a lot of fun. And we've also just recently named the winners of our Nokian Tires Scholarship. We give a pair of scholarships to high-achieving students in that area. We believe in an inside-out mission. We want to be active across North America, but that starts with what's happening in Dayton and our ability to 
to create a strong culture and strong presence there. So thanks again to those two for joining us. Thanks to Judd from All Ray Tire, and thanks to you for listening. Stay tuned. A lot more happening next month. Some compelling interviews ahead. Make sure you read up on our Romania factory as well. That's big news. And uh, we'll talk to you again next month. Nokian Tires is a global tire manufacturer passionate about providing drivers and dealers with peace of mind in all conditions. We're committed to crafting safe, sustainable, premium tire products that lead the industry in innovation. And this podcast is just one of many ways we're striving to be a close partner to you. If you have any feedback or ideas for the show, don't hesitate to reach out. My email address is west.bowling, that's B-O-L-I-N-G, at Nokian Tires, with a Y, dot com. Until next time, keep on rolling.